we don't exactly hit every uh, week of the year. And uh, if I were a little better at planning, I would have had our 40th episode be um, like this week so we could talk about Apple's 40th anniversary. Um, but instead we ran over that and we talk about Apple every week anyway. We've really done that many episodes? I I haven't been paying attention to the numbers. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll probably hit like the same average next year too because I want to <laughs> disappear a lot for the summer. Not just because of traveling, but because... I don't have central air, which means mm. I have to bake in here while I record. <laughs> yeah, I don't have central air either, actually. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be okay. Like, we we didn't get here until... Well, God only knows, actually, where I'll be living when it's actual summer. <laughs> yeah. I sure don't know. It's probably... I mean, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. This is going to be great. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah. Uh, so housekeeping aside, um, <laughs> what, what, when, when did we um, online meet? Was that around 2012? Maybe like when it was, it was when app.net was a thing. Yeah. And I mostly <sighs> became a person on app.net in like pretty much 2012, like spring 2012, I want to say. Yeah. I, I knew I def- it definitely was where I considered it to be my... Um, where my online presence mattered right during the hurricane and that was fall 2012 so that's what i'm extrapolating against mm. um and something that you and i have talked about like literally always <laughs> um is where you as a woman put your <laughs> iphone yeah <laughs> Uh, it's, well, okay. So in some of my pants, okay, well, I, in fairness, I used to be able to fit my iPhone 5S and subsequent, or previous rather, smaller iPhones into my front pocket with some wiggling in some of my pants. But now I have an iPhone 6S, not a 6S Plus, just the regular size 6S, and at least half of my pants, no, probably more, I cannot fit my phone into my front pocket, and if I put it in my back pocket, there's an extremely good chance of it falling into the toilet, because if you don't take it out before you pull your pants down, your phone will be ejected and (laughs) potentially into the toilet, which is something that I really don't want to happen. That's almost preferable to it falling straight on the tile and shattering. I think I would rather have it shatter <laughs> because then I can just sweep it up and not have to fish it out of the toilet. Like, I, I don't want, I really, like, really, I cannot overemphasize how much I do not want my phone to fall into the toilet ever. So I'm guessing that means it's never happened? It has not. Okay. <laughs> Despite all the real gaming. Or you do that on your watch now, right? Um, well, both. It depends whether I remember to bring my phone with me or not. Um, but I, I've had a couple of, of incidents where it has fallen out close to the toilet and it's put a good scare into me. Um, and yeah, I, I, I can think of nothing worse than my phone falling into the toilet. (laughs) Yeah, that is among the worst things. (laughs) (laughs) This, so this has happened to you then? No. Um, oh. No, uh, I broke exactly one phone, and it was a hilarious with audience incident. Oh, um, so I keep um, 
my work shirts have pockets and that is by design. <laughs> I only buy work shirts with pockets right. so that I can have my phone there for easy fetching during meetings while I'm not paying attention. Mm. Um, and at some point while shuffling things and bending over at a vending machine, this was with my 3G, so it's got a nice smooth oh. round back. Yeah. Um, while I'm guessing it was retrieving change or the item from the vending machine, um, you know, the phone slipped out. Hmm. And it bounced on the floor and was fine for that split second. Oh, no. Off the first bounce. Oh. My failure to catch it gave it additional height for the second bounce. Right, I was going to say. Which killed <laughs> Like, that it couldn't have been very far if you were bending over and it fell out of your pocket. Like, because you bend over quite a bit to get stuff out of a vending machine. Yeah, and I'm not very tall. Right. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, the, the reason we're talking about phones and yeah. pockets um, is because I've always <laughs> kept my iPhones in my choice of pocket. And for me, it's... I get to pick. In fact, with the uh, with the five S, um, I could fit it in most of my change pockets. Yeah. Um, which which I didn't even which I didn't do that often because I usually have change, chapstick, and a pocket knife in there. Um, Jesus, how do you fit that much stuff in your change pocket? Like, I'm I'm like putting my fingers in my change pocket right now, and I can fit like two it, fingers. It it would it wouldn't even fit a quarter. Uh. It would fit a quarter, but probably not like a half dollar. Not or, that if anybody and, knows what those are like. And none of it would be retrievable anyway. Oh, yeah, that would be a huge hassle. I definitely could not fit chapstick in there. Also, that would be a really bad idea because it would be really warm. and They really need to invent. I was thinking about this earlier, and this is another wild tangent that I'm taking. Remember when wild tangent? No. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be evil spyware. Maybe it still is. I don't know. Um I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if there were like some kind of chapstick that you could keep in your car and it wouldn't melt into a blob all over everything? And you yes. could you could operate it <laughs> one handed, like if it had some kind of trigger mechanism, so it would sort of pop up, and then you could. But that that would be the the engineering challenges would be considerable. So I oh, can, I, I just en- I just engineered my hand to be able to operate chapstick one handed. I would probably drop the cap. Oh, no, so you, you have to you have to. Because you know this is this is live TV, so everyone can see me here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you have to grip it with your your middle two fingers and twist with the ring and or pinky, and have the cap in your thumb huh. and index finger. I don't know. And it can I, it can all be done. Maybe I'll give it a try at a stop sign to start with. <laughs> Somebody will drive up behind me, me honking. I'll be like, wait a minute, I'm lip balming here, because I would adopt some really strange fake accent. But yeah, that's the best part of summer, finding the chapstick that has become your entire Ugh. glove compartment or wherever you accidentally left it. Although it's better <sighs> than when it's in the dryer and you find it all over every piece of clothing that you own. Um, yes. So back to pockets, which is possibly yes. an unsuitable place for chapstick. All of my pockets are very small and it's very annoying. And this is uh, one of those things that you hear women talk about like sticking our phones in our bras and I totally do that sometimes it seems practical I mean it's right where my shirt pocket is pretty much I mean I have to kind of reach under some layers depending on the season to get to it if I'm wearing a turtleneck then it's not 
it's over it's It's not convenient anymore but it it happens especially like if i'm wearing leggings because leggings of course have no not even fake pockets usually although you know the fake pockets i think are kind of worse because you look like say you buy like a suit jacket you maybe you buy it online and you're like oh nice you look at it it looks like it has pockets and then you get it and either it's just a piece of fabric sewn onto it to look like a pocket or it does have a pocket but the pocket is approximately a quarter inch deep and it's like why why would you put this bizarre little appendix of a pocket it's it's I'm very unhappy about it, in short. (laughs) Yeah, the fake ones are just insulting, I feel like. They really are. And, and, half the, okay, so 99% of the time, if you buy, like, nice pants or a jacket, the pockets are sewn shut. And so you're like, okay, well, this is cool. I'm going to, I'm going to get myself access to this pocket, which has been sewn shut. And then you unstitch it carefully, if you're me, and you don't want to ruin your new thing that you just bought and then only only to get it open and find that you can't even fit a pen in the pocket like not even lengthwise a pen maybe, <laughs> maybe those little fisher space pens i have one with the apple logo on it it's really nice i have to find that i know i own it but i have no idea where it is <laughs> well i have some ideas <laughs> to look but yeah that's and what's with the sewing shot of pockets like sometimes they're kind of real pockets oh you know what's great is when there are real pockets of a somewhat reasonable pocket dimension for women's pants but they're made out of like satin or something that if you put your keys in it it would just they would just rip right through Ugh. i've had that happen <laughs> it kind of sucks Uh. Or or like, yeah, and so like, (laughs) I have this leather jacket and the pocket is lined in this stupid acetate, satiny kind of fabric. And it, it tore open and like (laughs) crap was falling out of my pocket and into my jacket. So I, I, I think I still have a quarter like floating around in that jacket. (laughs) I mean, it's tragic. It's horrible. It's awful but i mean that's a funny story (laughs) it sucks and and it's really hard like apparently nobody really knows why like you can't say that well as pockets have evolved over in (laughs) women's pants over the well because no women actually haven't really worn pants at least in western cultures for that long like i remember um, my husband's grandmother talking about when girls started to be allowed to wear blue jeans which she called dungarees because she's just adorable um allowed right like that and (laughs) and they were um so this was in like i don't know the 40s or something and uh and they were the boys ones there weren't women's jeans but little kids it's there isn't really that much sexual dimorphism yet um but it still like wasn't optimal and it was a little bit like I don't know, almost like risque to be wearing jeans, like of all of the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and these weren't like, you know, like the. Um, the modern form fitting jeans. Right. Or the like low cut ones, like from the 90s when everybody had the jeans that were like two inches above. Like you had to shave your pubes to wear your jeans, basically. Mm-hmm. That was not a great time to be alive. <laughs> it. <sighs> I don't know. 
There's uh, there's so many issues surrounding just just genes alone. Yeah, like, that explains why when I was trying to look up the history of genes specifically, because like I I feel like genes are like the worst offense of this because um, the original denim pants, which eventually got called jeans through a long entomolic history that I forgot. It involves some French dude, I think. Well, it's uh, the name of the fabric, and it's a certain... No, wait. No, that's... Never mind. I'm full of crap. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Carry on. <laughs> um, well, anyway, so um, the uh, the guy whose name is Levi and, uh, you know, his uh, business associates wanted to, you know, make and market these... Uh, indestructible pants based off of uh, what cowboys were fashioning for themselves um and miners and yeah and miners and they picked denim and literally riveted the pieces together and that's why to this day jeans you know have the little metal rivets in them well men's jeans right um very few women's jeans and it also explains why in my research of this that mention of women at all like <laughs> what i'm talking about like the uh, century was you know like 17 something and then there's like this abrupt jump to like the first mention of women and it's you know the early 1900s yeah well wearing pants was scandalous indeed which is kind of weird i mean it's easier to get up to no good if you're wearing skirts than if you're wearing jeans there it's like well, it a depends whole... on the quantity of petticoats um even still you just sort of grab them and ruck them up and i yeah there's a whole thing about underwear and and when people started wearing that like when underwear i don't know i can't imagine walking around like in a dress without underwear on because like i can't i kind of can't not wear underwear if i if i go to sleep without underwear on i'll have bad dreams (laughs) (laughs) i will it's true interesting piece of knowledge um, <laughs> um yeah so, so so jeans are supposed to be sturdy they're supposed to be like, like you know they're supposed like to the last sturdiest. forever yeah and uh you, you know they are, my jeans don't yeah they were designed to uh make sure miners didn't catch on fire and <laughs> that cowboys did not get dragged to death behind their horses well, give them a little time anyway to unhitch themselves. Well, yeah, because it would be a long time before the genes d- d- dissolved. In fact, uh, <laughs> Mythbusters tested if it were possible for them to ignite due to friction, which is one of those, like, of course this isn't going to happen. Well, the, I mean, so it, if you're getting... And it didn't, but the point is the genes, you know, took all the abuse. Okay, because, I mean, if you're getting dragged behind your horse, you're not going to die of your genes catching fire. No, um, you're going to You're going to hit your head on a rock. through the re- desert. Right. Yeah. Or maybe into a nice poisonous scorpion. Yeah, something horrible is going to happen to you, and it won't have to do with your pants igniting from. Yeah. <laughs> from it won't be a pants on fire incident. Yep. But these days, though, we have jeans that are pre-ruined. Yeah, I hate that. Every now and, and then, you get to pay extra for it. I know. I'm like, I I buy almost all of my jeans from Old Navy because I'm a cheap bastard. And every now and then I'm looking for a new pair of jeans the few times that they have a style that I want in the size and all of my other parameters that I require. 
Um, like pockets. <laughs> I've given up mostly on pockets. I'm I'm kind of resigned uh, at this point because I really have no choice. It's not like I can say, no, I'm going to take a stand and I'm only going to buy the jeans with adequate pockets because then I can just never wear jeans again. <laughs> and I, I'm not willing to go there. Um, so I'm looking and there's like a sale or whatever and I see some jeans that I like and then you look at them and it's like, God damn it, the knee is busted out on those on purpose. There's... What must it be like to be the old Navy, like, not even like the peace worker in Malaysia or wherever the hell they make these? And you're like deliberately destroying jeans so that people who are unimaginably wealthy to you don't have to actually like <laughs> wait their for their pants to be damaged. Like, yeah. What what must be going through your head as you're like deliberately messing up a pair of pants that will be shipped halfway around the world? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I this kind is of, why we're so unpopular. I kind of hope the Filipino people who are destroying pants for me like just are cursing me with every like because I deserve that. Although I don't <laughs> buy the pre-destroyed jeans, but I do buy really cheap jeans and ugh. and they destroy themselves because they're not <sighs> the jeans of old. Yeah, and all my jeans are like the the only way for me to get jeans that kind of mostly fit me is to get like really stretchy jeans, and those of course are even flimsier than normal jeans, and it's just it just sucks. Everything sucks. Everything's terrible. That's you know, it's this show, so that's what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> we try we tried to do actual research for this, but you can Google it yourself, or you know like women's pockets conspiracy <laughs> and you get a hell of a lot of blogs and reddit posts but right to this day no one's tracked it down and the two theories that you know we have going is you know just that oh well women won't want unsightly bulges by having contents in their pockets um so you know just take their pockets away and the other one is uh, my favorite, which is that the purse mafia discourages <laughs> manufacturers from including pockets so that instead of having somewhere to put your iPhone, you have to get those tiny clutch purses. Yeah, I have one of those, too. <laughs> I have a wristlet that that's pretty much what I carry. Um, they never expected uh, us to have iPhone cases with uh, like wallet slots in the back that come from China for like a buck. Those make me nervous. I, I, I like it better to have my cards, all of my thousand cards, in, <laughs> inside of the zippered compartment. And I have a separate exterior zippered compartment for my phone, and it works pretty well. But my wallet's kind of starting to fall apart, and I need to get a new one because I carry it with me every day, and I bang it around, and it's terrible. Well, now that you have your watch, you don't have to fish your phone out that often anymore, right? Um, Pretty much. Although there's still a lot of things that I need to pull my phone out for, like almost all Googling. Shh, we'll pretend the watch is good enough. Oh, well, I mean, it's good enough to play a tiny game of Pong. <laughs> <laughs>